0: In this week's episode, I'm going to share my Burnout to Radiant story. The journey of Burnout to Radiant for me means coming into the highest truth of who I am, stepping into my full self-expression, touching my inner divinity, coming home to myself, and doing this in a world that wants to keep me small and meek. But I say, fuck that being your true authentic expression, living in the truth of who you are is what you were put on this earth to do. You don't have to apologize for who you are or who you want to be. You don't have to be sorry about what you desire, what you want, claim that shit. And being radiant is all about shining from within. Living life from a place of pure turn-on. I know it's easier said than done, but it's not impossible. Anything is possible. And when you hear my story, you'll see that it wasn't just possible for me, but it's also possible for you. I'm your host, Justine Oxoy, and this is the Pleasurehood Podcast, a podcast where we explore what it means to be a mother, a leader, an all-around badass from a place of pleasure, empowerment, and turn-on. I am here to revolutionize how humans experience sex, pleasure, and motherhood by normalizing self-care, normalizing having desires, and normalizing mothers as sensual and sexual beings. Quick side note, you don't have to be a mother in order to listen to this podcast. Though I create my work with mothers in mind, this conversation is for everyone. I truly believe that pleasure is one of many paths of healing, and I'm here to highlight how to walk that path, no matter who you are. It is my deepest desire that wherever you find yourself on this amazing journey we call life, you can experience your power, your turn-on, and of course, orgasmic pleasure. Women have been taught to disregard themselves. We have been taught to be more agreeable, digestible, and pleasing to everyone but ourselves. We dress the part so we get the partner. We dress the part so we get the job. We say the right things so we don't offend anyone. We play the version so we don't look like a slut. We play the slut so we don't come off as frigid. We self-deprecate before others can put us down. We fail to raise our hands, speak up, and use our voices. Women constantly sabotage their genius, their essence, and their true selves in order to be accepted. We have made everyone and everything outside of ourselves responsible for our pleasure, for our passion, and for our success. We look up and out for the answers. When the answers have been inside of us, this entire time. This story is far too common. Our self-esteem, our self-worth, our self-acceptance, and our self-love doesn't have to rely on the thoughts and feelings of others. When we take ownership of every piece of our lives and accept ourselves, miraculous things begin to happen. Finding my way back to myself has been a long journey, but one I wouldn't change for the world. I have learned to love myself deeply and show myself compassion. I have learned to speak my mind, express my thoughts and opinions, to celebrate my sexuality, sensuality, and erotic nature. I am a powerful sex witch who has taken my rightful place on the throne of my heart. I rule my life and with the universe by my side, I shape and mold my reality as I see fit. I own every ounce of who I am without apology. Now, with that said, it's an imperfect journey. I still second guess myself, compare my progress to others, wonder if I'm doing it right, freak out when I wake up with a pimple on my chin but I welcome it all. I welcome the good, the bad, and the ugly. All experiences are welcomed and I learn from each success and each loss. Now I know what you're thinking, that's all good for you, but what about me? I can't possibly become a powerful sex witch who sits proudly on the throne of her heart. I'm here to tell you that it is possible for you, my love. You are already the sovereign of your heart. You just aren't aware of it yet. No one taught us how to love or accept ourselves from the inside out. We've been taught that our careers, relationships, material things were supposed to fulfill us. Yet, even when we reach the peak of success, we still come out feeling disappointed, disconnected, and even empty. You desire to feel vibrant and free, but it just doesn't feel accessible. You desire to feel fully self-expressed, but it feels nearly impossible. You desire to be the source of self-love, but you're not sure where to begin. I'm here to tell you that this and so much more is available to you. And I will show you how to access the wisdom, magic, and pleasure that is waiting to be discovered inside of your body. I am dedicated to the healing and reclamation of women's bodies, sexual identity, and pleasure. And I love teaching how to turn on your body so you can create a vibrant, orgasmic, and sexually satisfying life. I believe living fully connected to your body is the only way to experience life. I also believe that your relationship with your body and yourself is one of the most important relationships you will ever have. It's time for you to tap into the innate wisdom that is your body, reconnect to the genius of your sensuality, and start rewriting your story. My journey began with a deep, deep depression. I was so depressed that the days were melting into one another and I was beginning to give up on life. At this point in my life, I hadn't had a stable job in three years. My marriage was falling apart. I didn't feel sexual. I felt super disconnected from my body. And I felt like a full-blown loser, to be completely honest. Every morning, I would wake up to find my heart filled with dread. This shit again, I would ask myself. Yep, this shit again. Another day, another moment to feel like I had nothing to add to the world. Every once in a while, I would pretend like I was taking life into my own hands. I'd send out resumes here and there and go for runs, pretending like I was taking life on like a boss. I would tell everyone I was fine, but too afraid to admit that I was dying a very slow death. It was clear I was headed down a path toward destruction and I wasn't the only one who was taking notice. My husband began to kind of express some concern around my lack of enthusiasm when it came to job searching. He could tell I was starting to get discouraged and was on the brink of just giving up altogether. And he was right. Who wants to look for a job when they feel like no one wants them or they have nothing to give? It's a downright shitty feeling when you're basically expressing to the universe that you don't deserve happiness. Thank God the universe never joins your pity party. In the end, my husband basically told me that it was time for me to pull my own weight. He didn't care how, but it needed to happen. And you know what? He was kind of right. And in that moment, it dawned on me that if I wanted to transform my life, something was going to have to change. And I was going to have to be the one to change it. Like no one else could do it for me. And it became clear, like a job wasn't going to do it for me. My marriage wasn't going to do it for me. My friendships, my family wasn't going to do it for me. And so when I realized that it was me who had to make the huge shifts in my life, I wasn't sure where to begin because the mess I had made felt so big. And I realized it was gonna take a lot of time, energy, patience to clean it up. I had been pretending for so long that I didn't know how to face the truth. And honestly, I really didn't want to. Every woman comes to this crossroads, right, where you have to decide whether you're going to stay asleep or wake up to the situation you have found yourself in. Either way, you must realize that you have been an active and willing participant in both, in like staying asleep and choosing not to wake up. So often we choose to stay asleep in a situation because waking up to the realization that you're miserable can be daunting and overwhelming. We get so caught up in how we can fix it that the damage seems done. And it's easier and much more acceptable to continue to stay unconscious to what our lives have become than to actually do something about it. I knew in that moment I had one of two choices. I could stay asleep and continue to feed my misery or I could choose something different. I could choose a different way of being. I could choose to become more than I was. I could choose life. After a lot of thought and weighing the consequences, I chose life. And the moment I did, something inside of me shifted. I could feel a glimmer of hope. The time had come for me to fight for myself. No one could do it for me. It was my responsibility to bring myself back to life. But my self-esteem muscles were so weak that not only did I not have the self-confidence to start this exploration, I didn't even know where to begin. A large part of me was too afraid to explore what choosing life meant. I had been disconnected from myself for so long that the idea of learning who I was was terrifying to me. i had spent my life depending on others to provide me with a sense of self and purpose. I was so paralyzed by what others thought or felt about me that it kept me from taking any real risks in my life. I spent a lot of time figuring out what I needed to do in order to become more lovable, acceptable, seen, appreciated, cherished, adored, and the list goes on and on. I had become so accustomed to disapproving of myself. Nothing I did felt good enough. It also didn't help that I relied heavily on my husband's thoughts and feelings about me. I wanted to please him so badly that I would go out of my way to do anything that would put a smile on his face even if that thing was completely out of alignment with my desires. I made him the authoritative voice in my life. Every time I gave my power away to my husband, power he never asked for, mind you, a little piece of me died. I was slowly shrinking away, leaving a faint trail of my existence the need to feel loved and accepted affected every part of my life. It dictated my friendships, the type of jobs I applied for, how I dressed, how I walked, talked, lived. If I thought my actions would lead me to being ousted, I would obsess about it. This desire to be accepted by others paralyzed me and caused my life to come to a complete standstill. But one day I had a radical thought. What if I chose to accept myself? This novel idea felt radical and risky, like it could land me in a lot of trouble. After all, when did my opinion ever matter? Oof, this thought broke my heart. How did I get to the point where my own opinion of myself was automatically negated because it was coming from me. And then it dawned on me, I didn't love myself. Oof, that was a hard truth to swallow. I had been attempting to make up for the fact that I didn't love myself by doing my darndest to get others to love me for me. It was time for me to face the music. It was no one else's job to love me, only my own. I knew by taking responsibility for my life, I was on a mission to heal my relationship with myself first and foremost. Living from a place of self-hate and self-doubt was no longer working in my favor. And it was time for me to do what felt completely impossible, fall madly in love with myself. Healing from the inside out is the ultimate response to taking full responsibility for your life. No one can control what is happening inside of you. Everything that takes place, all your reactions, actions, failures to respond, responding too soon, poor communication, no communication is a choice that you have consistently made. The first step to taking full responsibility for your life is taking off the blinders really seeing everything for what it is, I realized I had to see and admit to the chaos I had created. Healing is not just about feeling better. It's about living better. It's about changing your inner ecology. It's about being able to bounce back quicker, easier, more fluidly. Healing is about changing your lifestyle. And the thing about healing is you have to get to the root of the problem and start the healing from there. When I realized that I was the only thing standing between me and the life I desired, I was honestly horrified. All this time wasted trying to find the ideal relationship, the ideal job, the ideal body, was keeping my life from flowing in the direction of my desires. I knew in order for me to move forward, I was going to have to fully face everything that wasn't working in my life and fully accept it for what it was. I could no longer make excuses for my poor choices. The time had come for me to face reality head on. I knew it wasn't going to be easy, but I was willing to make myself uncomfortable in order to create a life where I loved myself and felt whole complete, and empowered. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode, my burnout to radiant story. Don't forget, this is only part one of two. In part two, I share a really powerful tool that helped me transform my life in a really significant way. So definitely tune in for next week's episode, part two of my Burnout to Radiance story. If you're new to the Pleasurehood podcast, first of all, welcome. And if you liked what you heard and you want to connect with me more, you can listen to past episodes. Follow me on Instagram at Justine Oxoy and also drop into my YouTube channel, absolutely named Wild Sexy Free. If you're an Apple Podcasts user, you can support the podcast by leaving a review. All right, beauties. That's all I have for you today. I'm sending you so much love, pleasure, and sexy vibes your way. And until next time, stay wild, sexy, and free.